Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Halloween is cool, nature boy. October, everybody. It is episode 109 of the Ready to Retro podcast. My name is Max, and guess who's back? Back again. Chelsea's back. Tell a friend. Guess who's back? It's the Duchess of Horror. Chelsea, hey, everybody. I'm back. Thank you for that great introduction, Max. (laughs) It's been a long time. It's been a while. And I just got to tell our listeners. So, between myself, my cousin Chris, and the Duchess of Horror, Chelsea, all of our schedules are not lining up right now. So, literally, the only days that I can record are the days that Chelsea can't record. And then Chris, you know, he's a wild card. So, usually Chelsea and I were pretty consistent, but right now our schedules have changed. And we literally, we went through the entire calendar of October, and this is the only day that we can record together. Yeah, that is accurate. And it's October 4th as we're recording this. So we went through the entire month and said, okay, October 4th. We are hanging out uh, in a couple days that we're going to not. So we have our priorities straight. Exactly. (laughs) Chelsea, since it has been a while, we want to know what you've been up to. So let's do our segment called What's Cooking Good Looking? So Chelsea, what's cooking good looking? What have you been up to? Oh, man. Guys, do you got some time? Because I've been up to a lot of stuff. A lot. I have time. Um, I'm here. So much time. Well, <laughs> I got a personal trainer, so I've been doing that Dang. twice a week. Dang. Um, I'm trying to, you know, like pump some iron. She-Hulk. You know, get those gains. <laughs> um, so I've been doing that. What else have I been up to? Just so much stuff. Me and Max went to a couple things lately. We went to midsummer scream we went to uh this exhibit called icons of darkness just like the other day can we talk about this let's talk yeah we got to talk about those yeah but keep going keep going oh but yeah just i went to a young frankenstein the musical oh you went to that i I didn't know that how was that yeah that was fun that was really good um just like other halloween like small events i saw paul reiser the comedian and actor, you know, oh. he's in Stranger Things. Wow. Um, I went and saw his stand-up. So I've been just doing a lot, guys. I've been busy. Real busy. 
Real busy. You also yeah. went to this like independent um, haunt, right? Oh my gosh, yeah, I went to this thing called Delusion up in Pomona, uh, and it's like a one-hour immersive haunt, and it's real intense. Um, I was bruised after I was done. I mean, no one, no one <laughs> punched not, me. That's just, terrible. just all my own. You know, I bruised myself. <laughs> I don't know. It was very. It's very like. There's parts where they're like, "Hey, get hide under the bed." So now we're all hiding under the bed, and like, get in the tent duck down get into the back of the van it's very like they're demanding get in the back of the van get into the back of the van that's how we got out we got saved we had to get into the back of the van i was like man they better take me back to my car because i i cannot get in the back of the van put this duct tape around your ankles and (laughs) wrists put this you know potato sack over your head yeah you know know, it was nothing too but um they did tell me to get in the back of a trailer van and into the back of a van and you listened Um, and i did what i was at least you're you're alive that's good um but it was really fun (laughs) and uh very it was i got scared a couple times but it's just like this story where you have to get these people out of a cult and then there's like a haunted like scary other element i don't know it was great this is my favorite thing i've done really how does it compare to like something like you know, Knots are universal. Well, because Knots are universal. You're there for so, you know, there for a couple hours. Right. And um, I love, I don't know, Knots, you can just kind of hang out and enjoy that. Um, this thing is more like once you're in it, you can't leave. Right. <laughs> it's one hour. It's like a, basically it's like a play, but the play is very interactive, very, a little bit physical. And, um, and you're kind of in this story. So it's different in that aspect with knots where you're just kind of dipping in to a maze, and then you're leaving, and then, you know. Because so. those amusement parks, for what they're worth, I mean, I think you get the most value because you have a long time, you know. It's like usually 7 to 1 or 2 a.m. or whatever. Yeah. You have rides and stuff. It's not just like a time thing where you're in and you're out. So, yeah. Yeah. It sounds like fun, though. It's Yeah, it's a lot of fun because you get so, like, swept up into, like, like the things that are happening there's all these special effects in the certain rooms that you go in the actors uh, the lighting the music i mean they they really do a good job so i i recommend it that's cool so what's it called again delusion delusion yeah it's up in pomona at the and it's it's in this old um mansion it's like one of the oldest houses in pomona that is and they have this whole like empty house a mansion that was built in like 1875 whoa had this whole ground back back area like backyard area like huge like they've got a lot of land and then this other like really creepy decrepit house behind it that they also own that which is the actual event takes place in that building because it's a little like right. not as nicely kept up that's cool i gotta check that out yeah maybe next rad. year maybe next year all right and then in august you and i went to midsummer Scream. Yes. And that was fun. That was my first time doing that convention. But shall tell our listeners a little bit about Midsummer if they don't know about it. Uh, if you don't know about Midsummer Scream, it is the like my favorite convention. Um, but it's like a haunt horror haunt convention. It mostly started as a haunt convention um, and then has morphed a little bit more into horror. I'd also call it like basically generic Halloween convention, anything mm-hmm. Halloween related mm-hmm. uh, with horror. 
And I think I want to say that was like its fifth time I went yeah. to. That was my third one I've been to. And uh, it's just my favorite thing. Everything I like is there. So what was your highlight from this year? Definitely taking my picture with Christine McConnell. <laughs> that was definitely a highlight. And seeing the actors uh, from Hocus Pocus, Omri cool. Katz and Vanessa Shaw. From a distance. You didn't From a distance. I mean, they were like, I was pretty close. Like, if I threw them like an apple, they could catch it. Yeah. It wasn't that far. It wasn't that far at all. No, that was um, cool. I really liked that a lot. That was cool. You should tell our listeners what you're doing since you brought oh, up yeah. Miss McConnell. Oh, yeah. If you know Christy McConnell, she used to live in this house that she, like, hand-painted a lot, like, did a lot of design work in it. And she's uh, like the Martha Stewart of Halloween. Basically, I'm staying at the place that's now an Airbnb. That was her house at some point. At some point of Halloween. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I'm real excited about that. (laughs) That's cool. Yeah. And what's awesome is that was the very first thing we did. So we like walked in and then we immediately got in, in line and she didn't charge anybody. We also can't forget that we got to visit some podcast guests and friends. That's true. Who who was there, Max? Who did we go see? Cat and Jazz from Girl That's Scary. So that was a lot of fun. Getting to meet the community in person, and especially, like, I didn't think I'd ever meet them because they're freaking in, like, the D.C. area. Mm -hmm. So. They're not, like, close to anything, so getting to meet them was so much fun. They had a booth. They looked so legit. They had a panel. Uh, It was great. And, yeah, it was my first time. I was expecting more of, like, a haunt convention. It was more of, like, a Halloween kind of Mm -hmm. horror convention, which is cool. There was a lot of people. That's probably the most people I've been around since the pandemic and stuff. So I haven't been to any amusement parks. Oh, Oh, uh, I take that back. I went to a Dodger game. So it was like hey, Dodger game to, and then that. You went to, you, we went to Universal last year. There's yeah. tons of people okay. there. Okay, that's right. That's right. So that was the third most. So Dodger game, <laughs> oh my Universal God. and that. So basically, yeah, basically. This was enclosed. So maybe yeah. that's why I was feeling it. Well, it was and like, maybe, yeah. and also like um, masks are optional now. Right. So maybe that's that true. was like the first time where it's like looked like normal again a little bit. I just remember well. it was like an enclosed area and I was like, there's a lot of people. Like I just, yeah. I felt it, but. Um, can't see that was my first or third or fourth time at this point. <laughs> <laughs> you're living it. You're living yeah. up. To, you're living it up. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed the scare zone stuff. Uh, that was kind of cool. Not worth the 45 minutes that we waited. No, but, too long for those uh, things. They're no, very, they're really cool, but um, yeah, yeah that's you it. shouldn't be waiting that long no. for those things. We also saw John Masari. Mm-hmm. He was a former guest, the composer of Killer Clowns from Outer Space. He was and there. The and... now announced video game. Yes. Yeah. So he was hinting at that, and he also dropped news to us personally that you know, Universal was going to do a Killer Clowns maze again. So uh, cool to see him. And he was rocking the kilt. So mad respect. Yeah, that was rad. Sorry. Yeah, definitely. So good times. I definitely want to do it again next year. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. I'm glad you liked it. I did. And then, Chels, a few days ago, we saw each other. We were hanging out in Hollyweird 
yeah. tell the people where we, what we were doing. We went to a exhibit or museum, if you will, um, called Icons of Darkness on Hollywood Boulevard. And uh, what do you, we get like a 30 minute tour where we walk through, I forget who, what his name is, but he was on Leave it to Beaver. He's a child actor mm-hmm. and he's accumulated. Yeah, he's accumulated all these um, props from movies, like all the way from, you know, a Z- I think that was like the Xenomorph from the first Alien movie. Yeah, I mean, like at, ba- many Batman suits, um, things from Planet of the Apes, Mars Attack, uh, Harry Potter. There was some Harry Potter in there. There was everything that you can think of. I think mo- I was mostly impressed by how many Xenomorph-type things he had. He had some stuff from you know, uh, Predator in the back. I don't know you saw there were some Predator suits. Oh, yeah. Um, and then all the those the Jurassic Park heads, like the one that he said that was, was like, cool. sum- submerged that was in really water. Cool. And, yeah. Um, that was really impressive because those pieces are so big. I wonder, though, some of them where it's just like, like they had a whole universal horror section. So they had like Dracula, Frankenstein. And it was like a wax figure of them. What mm-hmm. I wonder what like that's from exactly because it's not from like a movie. I wonder right, and that's what, what I wanted to is. ask. And and by the way, the the collector, his name is Rich. I think it's Corell or Coral C O R R E L L. So I'm not a hundred percent how to pronounce that. Yeah. Rich Coral or Corell. Uh, but anyways, yeah. So I I guess that would be my biggest gripe was like. It's not like a museum where you can just walk through and take your own time. Like, you have to have a guide guide you. And, you know, it's really quick. And the, it's only yeah. half an hour. And there's so many, like, costumes, but it's in a small space. So mm-hmm. I guess that was kind of my critique. Or if I could have it better was, like, there wasn't a lot of time for, like, questions or anything. Because I actually had that question, like, yeah. were these... Because basically they're, like, wax figures. Like, obviously those weren't on screen it was the right. costumes so really it isn't like props it's more of a costume display and things like that so yeah like they had like there was a superhero section and you had um one of the suits that um uh, christopher, christopher reeve wore yeah. yeah and it was the flying suit the one i guess they were when he was flying right and i was just like but the wax where the wax figure come right. i don't from i don't know i'm curious about that especially like the universal horror like i was like what are we looking at here but another thing like i liked it but i had a lot of gripes and another gripe <laughs> was i was so so there's jump scares in the in the place to make it spooky for so i don't really understand why that is part of the tour but whatever it's it's fun I think I was so concerned about something jumping out at me that I didn't want to get close to anything, and maybe that's why they put that in there. So right, there's, like, mechanical. There's not, like, live actors or anything. It was all yeah. mechanical. Like, and there was signs on stuff, and I wanted to get close to the reading, but I also was like, what's going to freaking pop out? Yeah. So I was not, like, I was a little bit on edge to, like, look at stuff a little bit. Totally. Um, And then I also, like, knew... But, then I was like looking for when something was gonna pop out at you because I saw this like Joker, Heath Ledger Joker sitting down. I was like, he looks janky and bad. I bet you anything it's gonna j- jump up, and and he didn't mention it. Also, he was like, here's Batman, and he didn't say anything about the Joker. So I was like, it's this thing, and then it popped up and scared me. <laughs> but still, it was really cool. I think what was the best thing was um, the and they said it was the most rare was the restored head from the thing. 
Yeah, that was awesome. Don't you know, at Midsummer Scream, we talked to a guy that worked for them, and he, I think, mentioned that to us. Yeah, like too. the general manager. We were talking to that yeah. guy, and he was talking about this exhibit and stuff. And we should say, it is in the heart of, like, Hollywood Boulevard, so with yeah, all of, right at you the know, metro stop. Yeah, so it's convenient, you know. I think it's cool overall. I mean, it was 25 bucks for a half an hour, which is a little steep. I think if you're, like, really, really into those particular costumes and those movies and stuff, like, if you're a fan of Aliens the or yeah. the Alien franchise, like, go, go see it's it. It's worth if it. If you're a yeah. huge fan of, like, Batman or Jurassic Park, like, it's worth it. Oh, there's a bunch of Star Wars stuff there. Mm-hmm. So there's, like, stuff where, like, oh, yeah, this is cool. Like, And it's, and it's in an old uh, um, Forever 21 uh, so there is a little bit of that vibe going in as well. Which I will say that is probably the coolest part is the <laughs> horror section because yeah. you go down the aisle and each like former fitting room, yeah. right? And there's still mirrors there, which I think is hilarious, which tells yeah. me that this isn't a permanent exhibit or anything like that because they would have taken right, that out. Right, right. So you have like Pennywise there. You have... Um, was Samara from the ring and stuff and you can't see it. So it's, it's awesome because you're walking down and then imagine, you know, fitting room on each side and there's just like these horror icons and it's really dark in that area. And it's just lit up with like red lights and stuff. They did a really great job on that little, you know, tunnel. So yeah, that was cool. it was funny because yeah. for those who don't know, like my wife, Jasmine hates, like getting scared and horror she's just it's not her thing so we were on our way down because we went with a a big group there was like 10 of us and she was actually like Uh reading the text message and she's like i missed this there's jump scares and i was like oh so like she's like holding her eyes were closed that entire time going through the horror section so like you know i was like holding her like looking i think if she wasn't there i'd be more like looking at the horror you know, the details and stuff, but like she was like under, I felt like a, uh, like a mama Eagle and Jasmine was under my wing. (laughs) I got scared. I mean, I like scary stuff, but like, damn, like a jump. Yeah. That's was really enclosed. Like it was really like tight. So, and, and with all 10 of us and there was like two other people with us, there was two randos. So there was like 12 of us in this little corridor (laughs) and like, you know, so yeah, but overall, I mean, it's been pretty good and we're just getting started with october so yeah uh, we're gonna go to knots in a couple days so that's gonna be fun uh haven't been there mm-hmm. since before the pandemic so i'm looking forward to that it was great last i went last hopefully year we great. get to see a former guest uh thread thread the clown so hoping to see her and just yeah seeing oh her, so yeah be cool. so all right any other spooky stuff any other halloween stuff that you want to mention here before we get into our review um no i can't think of anything all right okay now i'm good all right well today we're going to be talking about halloween town and it's funny because in our previous project halloween town was like the movie that got Chels back into podcasting a little bit and things like that. So it's funny because that is, it's like, that is true. It's like, hey, how does Max get Chels to, you know, <laughs> make her, her calendar clear? <laughs> how do I get her to be on this podcast? Let's just talk about Halloween Town because apparently, apparently it works. It's All right. Halloween so Town. we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back and we're going to talk about Disney Channel's Halloween Town. 
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, we are back here at Ready to Retro. It is October, and I should say, I haven't said this yet, we are in a new theme. We're a new month, and I love this theme. So every October, we take kind of a different uh, genre of horror or a different creature, and we take a decade. So when we first did this podcast, we did 80s vampires. Last year, there was two shows from our childhood that, we're celebrating 30th anniversaries, Erie, Indiana, and Are You Afraid of the Dark? So we celebrated that. This year, we're talking 90s witches, and the theme for this month is Witch Please. <laughs> <laughs> I came up with that for like two years ago. I'm like, all right, oh we got to use it. God. It's good. Witch Please. And Chels, there's a lot of 90s witch movies. There is. Well, it was just not which stuff was really popular in the nineties. Apparently, apparently there was a lot of you witch got stuff. what uh, you've got um, practical magic, craft, uh, Halloween Town, Sabrina, the Teenage Witch. You got I think Charmed. Also, the witches wasn't there. Witches, Charmed, which I think yeah. Charmed was like a inspired from the craft. Yeah, it was. It was like. ripped off. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We'll talk about that next week when we uh, go to a deep dive of the craft. But yeah, a lot of witch stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hocus Pocus, of course. Oh yes, Hocus Pocus. Of course. Mm-hmm. So '90s and witches was like a big thing. Uh, Blair Witch Project. We can't excuse yeah. that. So yeah, definitely. So this month we are going to be dedicating all of our reviews to '90s witches. Which please, it's going to be great. We're going to have some great guests next week. Our podcast cousin, Mary Tess, is going to be with us, a.k.a. Tess. So that's going to be fun. And uh, it's going to be the nerd twin podcast vibe it's, going on. I, I was saying, I think I said on, uh, on, on uh, the nerd twins, I said, like, ready to nerd twins retro like i was like we'll just mix it all together it it rolls right off the tongue so yeah exactly we're going to be talking about halloween town and first and foremost chels can you tell our listeners a little bit about the plot like what is halloween town for those who don't know okay so halloween town is a disney channel original movie uh boy and it's (laughs) and it's like one of the top, but it it shows, you know, uh, but it's probably one of the top uh, of the of that group, you know. And anyway, back to the plot, which is um, 
you've got a girl she loves halloween so much but her mom like never lets her like participate like her siblings in you know halloween like doing anything but her grandma like always like visits on halloween like every year suspicious i don't know what they were not thinking about it before and her grandma always dresses in costume according to them always brings them candy everything you know and is super into it as well and um anyway later on the kids find out that their grandmother's a witch they're all witches uh they follow their grandma to halloween town where her grandma lives and um you know they're like amazed by it and then you know something bad happens and then they gotta like you know, figure it out together as a witch family to save Halloween Town, basically. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. I um I do I actually just mentioned this the other day, but I used to tell like I told my friend, I would say, uh, like to kind of play a joke on people that didn't really know me that well, I'd be like, Oh yeah, I got a friend and um she loves Halloween and her mom like never lets her do anything Halloween related. <laughs> and her grandma comes and visits every year on Halloween and her grandma's super into it. And it's just it's just crazy. And so then one day, you know, they follow their grandma. And like I've just you know, basically <laughs> and then finally people around me are like, Is that the plot to Halloween town? And I'm like, Yeah. It <laughs> You're is like, yeah. No, it's my friend. My friend it's my Marnie. friend, my friend. Yeah, <laughs> my so. friend Marnie. You don't know her. <laughs> I mean, we'll talk about this later, but, like, one of the most iconic lines is, Halloween is cool, nature boy. Oh, yeah. 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 I'm going to start saying that to people. Halloween is cool, nature boy. In case you didn't know. So, Chelsea, it's been a while, but Chelsea's cool cast, led by Chelsea, it's going to be cool. So, without further ado, Chelsea's cool cast. Chelsea's cool cast. All right. Well, I'd say the most famous person in this film, and I'm going to put them top billing, is Debbie Reynolds, who Definitely. plays Aggie Cromwell, the grandmother. Uh, how they got her to be in this is is amazing it's because wild. this woman was in Singing in the Rain and uh, all these amazing films. Uh, so it's just cool that she's in it. Uh, then you've got Kimberly J. Brown plays Marnie Piper. You've got Joey Zimmerman who plays Dylan Piper. Emily, I don't know how to say her last name. Rose Roseke, I'm not sure. Uh, so she plays the little sister Sophia Piper. You have Judith Hogue, aka April O'Neil. April O'Neil. Um, she's uh, Gwen. She's the mom. Uh, Philip Dan Philip Van Dyke plays Luke. <laughs> Robin Thomas is Calabar. Uh, Kenneth Choi is Hip Sales. I'm not, now we're getting into I don't know territory. Yeah. Uh, and uh, now I'm going to stop. But anyway, uh, the thing to take home is Debbie Reynolds and probably Judith Hogue. That's probably who you're going to recognize from this movie. Definitely. Um, and cool enough, I have seen Kimberly J. Brown. I just saw Kimberly J. Brown last month. <laughs> Because she was at this event called Creep It Real OC. Oh, did you go to that? See, you'd even mention that. You went to that too. I did go to that. Yeah, I only went okay. for an hour. Okay. It's it was such a hot day. I was I mean it was like miserable. Was that when and it was like hundred and five? Oh yeah, it was like ninety something that day. Me Jeez. and Ariana went and uh, we walked around and we sent, This is great, but I cannot be outside anymore. <laughs> like it was unbearable. And anyway, so Kimberly J. Brown was there doing That's a cool. signing. 
and uh, with her fiance, recently who got engaged. Was yeah, recently engaged. Uh, who is the actor? His name's I think Daniel uh, Kuntz is his name, and he is uh, Calabar's son in uh, right. Halloween Town Two: Calabar's Revenge. I think is right. what it's called. Um, and I, but I have met her too. I, I, um, she was at Midsummer Scream. I want to say the second or second year I was there. Okay. And I got um, something from her signed, which was cool. That is so, cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I got to mention the fact that Debbie Reynolds is in it. Like, she is like old Hollywood royalty. Like, sh- she's a phenomenal actress. Like, she has Golden Globe Awards. You know, she is a well-known actress. So the fact that she's in this movie is, is like you said, it's bonkers. She passed yeah, away in is. 2016. But, um, I mean, like, to have her in a Disney movie would be, you know, really respectable, and it would be like, wow, like, there's some clout in that film. But she is in a Disney Channel original movie. And I think, you know, what's funny is that did so well putting her in that movie that later, I was thinking about it, later on they had this movie called The Phantom of the Megaplex. You know what I'm talking about? Right, yes. Right? And you know who's in that movie? Freaking Mickey Rooney. Right. And I was thinking the same thing. He was old Hollywood, did so many movies back in the day, um, and I'm and they put him in And I wonder if that was like an inspiration from Debbie Reynolds yeah. being in Halloween Town and saying, hey, they got Debbie Reynolds. Let's try Mickey Rooney. <laughs> Let's try everybody. So. It's going to be weird like in 30 years from now. We're going to see, you know, well-known actors and actresses that are kind of a little not in the limelight. I won't say washed up, but not in the limelight yeah. as much and, and what they're going to be in. I'm kind of curious to see that stuff. But uh, you mentioned Kimberly J. Brown. She's starting to really embrace her Disney roots. I knew, like, mm-hmm. before she was kind of want to distance herself from the franchise and things like that, which a lot of child actors do, and then they learn to embrace it. We're seeing that a lot right now. I think of, yeah. like, Boy Meets World or even certain Power also, Ranger I mean, stuff. Also, I mean, the like, money that comes with it yep. ain't that bad. Right. I'm thinking. I mean, you just you show up on a, on a weekend and 50 bucks a pop. Like, I was just at Power Rangers Power Morphicon, and, you know, people are, are charging, like, especially – the upper echelon actors, they're charging yeah. 50, 60, sometimes $70 for a signature or a photo. And mm-hmm. you do that three days in a row for eight hours. That's some cha-ching, right? Yeah. Like, so at one point you're like, you know what? I'll do it. <laughs> I'll do a it. A lot of awkward interaction, but. I'm a gonna lot be, of sweet they're gonna be answering. They're gonna be answering the same question over and over again. <laughs> yeah. But you know, it's only for three days. You know, <laughs> I do have to mention that Judith Hogue, aka April O'Neil, she was only thirty years old in this movie. Yeah, wow, that's Don't wild. Tell me that <laughs> she was only thirty. So. Wait, so I'm older than her now, and from that movie, yes. that's upsetting. Yes, that's very upsetting. Yes, so. She has a 13-year-old. Of course, I think she's supposed to play a little older. But, yeah, she was only 30. And not to say she looked old, but, I mean, yeah, it, it was passable. Uh, there's other things I wanted to mention real quickly. The actor who played Luke, Phil Van Dyke. So, Gilmore Girls, he was young Christopher, who's Rory's dad. So, mm. he's he's known for that. Are you a Gilmore Girl fan? 
Yeah, I like that? Gilmore Girls. Yeah. yeah, I had I had a friend of my family was on that show for a couple okay. episodes. Cool. So yeah, if she you're... was Luke's girlfriend. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So Gilmore Girls, yeah, young Christopher. So if you oh, are okay. a fan of that series, you know him. I got to say that the director is Dwayne Dunham, and he was the editor of Empire Strikes Back, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Fright Night Part 2, and Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. So you had an editor who was directing. So the editor of Empire Strikes Back is the director of Star Wars. <laughs> There's a connection between Star Wars and Halloween Town. There you go. Wild. Wild. Wild to me. Wild. Absolutely. Well, wild. You, yeah, you do, because Debbie Reynolds' daughter is Princess Leia. That's true. <laughs> there's that so, other connection. Yep. There's well, a connection. I mean, there's even a more direct, but definitely, yeah. I, I got to say that this movie was released on October 17th, 1998. So, Chelsea, do you remember what you were doing in 1998? Watching Halloween Town. Yeah. I'm, I'm, sh- I'm sure that I watched this the night it aired. I bet you. I believe it too. I bet you anything. And then after I literally went up to my mom and said, are we witches and you're not telling me? For real? I did ask her that. <laughs> you could ask my mom and be like, did she ask you that? And you'd be like, yep. <laughs> I remember walking over to my mom after I watched that movie and because I, I thought the movie was amazing. Right. At eight. Yeah. Literally was like, are we witches and you're not telling me? I was dead serious. That's funny. Dead serious. Well, that kind of leads into this. The first question I want to ask you is, what is your history with Halloween Town? Well, there's a little bit of it. Um, but yeah, I remember watching it totally. Probably yeah, probably the night it came out, being super into it. Um, and then just every year that w- it was on after that, watched it every time. Really? Okay. Yeah, I thought it was great. So, I remember watching this and I want to say cuz I don't remember if I watched it the day it came out or the year it came out or after or whatever. But I remember Disney Channel promoting the crap out of this. Like, I think I remember the little bumper more than I remember the actual movie. Like, the little clips that are in there. Like, I mentioned earlier, like, Halloween is cool. And then powers? What powers? Like, I just remember. It's, like, stuck in my head. And then you have, like, the narrator. It's like, Marnie and her family find out the craziest thing. (laughs) Exactly. Next Saturday at nine, we've got Halloween Town on the only on the Disney Channel because that was the thing about Disney Channel. It was different from Nickelodeon because they didn't have commercials like Nickelodeon did. Nickelodeon outsourced all their commercials, right? So yeah. we had toy commercials and we had random commercials like hooked right on, there, hooked on phonics really and different. stuff like that. Yeah, but Disney Channel, anytime they went to break, was always promoting their own content. So, especially when a new original movie was coming out, they would promote the crap out of it. So they were like, just watch it, watch it, watch it. So you're like, I've been hearing about this for about two months now. I got to watch it. Yeah. So I I remember that bumper all the time. I remember watching it with my sister a lot. Um, How do you feel about the movie now? Uh, You know... It's really cheesy, but it's <laughs> it's an it's super fun though. I mean, it's not like if you you know stack it up next to like other Halloween classics, it's a little bit weaker, I guess mm-hmm. you could say. Yeah. But um, 
I still really like it. I, you know, I was watching it the other day. I watched, I, I watched uh, the second one, Calabar, mm-hmm. Revenge or whatever. I like that, that one's one. That just one's as hokey. But I really do, <laughs> I do like it. Is that the one? Because I, I've seen the first one more than I've seen the second and third one. Is the second or the third one with the socks and the black and white? That's the second one. That's the second one, right? Yeah, I remember The third one, one, I couldn't tell you a whole lot about the third one. I think I've seen it once. And then I don't think I've ever seen the fourth one. There's a fourth one? Yeah, but it doesn't have um, Kimberly J. Brown in it. It has Sarah Paxton. That's right. Paxton, yeah. That's right. No, I remember seeing the first one, and I remember enjoying the second one more. I think talking about this one, I think it's perfect for, like, a family, for kids and things like that. I think... It's super nostalgic, but I was watching it with Jasmine. Uh, we were, you know, doing uh, an adventure in the city today. We were on the metro. We were watching it together, and I think when you watch it with like somebody else, I think it's you're a little less forgiving because I was like, "Hey, I got to watch this real quick." You know, she watched it when she was a kid, and I was like, "This is bad on." She's like, "It's pretty bad," but it's nostalgic, <laughs> right? Like, it, yeah, it's not. It's not the great i mean some of those special effects and i you know i like that they pretty much were like listen we're just gonna put masks on most of these people because there's no i mean it's just more just monsters moving around not turning the head uh not moving the mouth like you don't gotta you don't have a lot of the monsters moving their mouths or blinking their eyes it's just wearing like a mask right and something i didn't mention so originally they were supposed to have 20 million dollars to work with, but then it got cut to four million. So imagine that, right? Like going wow. from twenty to four. So because of that, most of the people that are extras and stuff are the crew, the cast and crew. So they had to take a lot of the money out of the production. And I think like it does feel a little cheap. It's 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 charming, but like there's mm-hmm. certain things that are just like, oh, there's certain monsters that look great. Like, I think Frankenstein's monster looks fantastic. And then there's other things that just looks a little more like, uh, it looks like you just went to, like, Rite Aid and got a little mask. <laughs> it and does. Then- <laughs> it definitely looks like that. <laughs> but, like, I think Calabar looks pretty good. Oh, like, yeah. Like yeah, I think you're right. Like, yeah. He looks good. He's scary, for sure. I'm. I agree with that. Yeah. Luke looks good, the goblin or troll sure. or whatever the hell yeah. he is. I don't know. Is, uh-huh. he, is he a goblin? Is he a troll? What is he? He's a creature. He's a creature. That's all I can say. Right? With a big nose. I yeah. noticed that when Marnie kissed him, like <laughs> his nose is so big that yeah. she kisses him on the cheek and you see his prosthetic nose wiggle because it's yeah. just in That's the my way. Favorite- my favorite things about prosthetic like noses or ears or horns is that they like like jiggle a lot <laughs> like they're not stagnant and this nose is huge yeah <laughs> so Chess, what are some like lines or what are some scenes that you like in halloween like okay let's talk about dylan do you like dylan how do you feel about dylan nobody likes dylan nobody dylan, likes a... dylan. <laughs> dylan is terrible <laughs> he's so annoying and marty's annoying too the only the only one that's tolerable is soapy you mean Sophie? Sophie. Uh, yeah. Uh, they always call him Sophie. So, yeah. I mean, she's, I don't know. Marty's like 13 and you can't tell me what to do, mom. I'm yeah. a, she's like, I'm almost an adult. 
Yeah. I, to be honest, though, when I was her, like her age, I was thinking the same thing. Did you did you tell your mom like, hey, you're ruining my life, and I'm almost an adult. I should do it. I didn't say I, I didn't say you're ruining my life, but I said, hey, I'm almost an adult, and I was like, <laughs> thirteen and a half. That's insane. I'm an adult. There's no way I would have got Can away with that. Can you drive me to junior high? Yeah, Thanks. right. I know I gave my mom some like. Some crap. I know I did, but like yeah. I don't know. I knew I couldn't talk back to her. Like if if I said the things that Marnie in the tone that I did. You woo. Know, when you're an only woo. child, a lot of things can slide. A lot. And yeah. that is something I was really spoiled in. It's just letting it fly. Still do to this day. It's fine. <laughs> We're best friends. That's good. Yeah, as the eldest trying to get your way, um, yeah. it didn't didn't really work in my favor. And then, of course, my sister was, you know, favored all the time and didn't have to do as much as I did. But, yeah, yeah. okay. But, yeah, what are some scenes that you like in Halloween Town? Like, as a um, kid, what did you like? Like, why were you so enamored by it? I don't know. I, oh, that is hard to say. Um, like okay, I'll I, ask you this: Did you re- did you relate to Marnie? Yeah, I guess a little bit because I did I did like those things, and I was always even if I wasn't really super into it yet, I was always like really curious about like h- Halloween and spooky stuff. Like I remember we would drive by Not Scary Farm all the time when I was mm. a kid. Mm-hmm. And I would always ask about, well, what's it like? And tell me more, like, fill me in. And, and Elvira's there? Oh, maybe I'll go. Oh, I don't know. And then they're like, you, I don't think you're, you can handle it, Chelsea. You can't. And like, mm. and then we, every, we'd drive by and you could see, like, the, the smoke or the fog coming and I would, right. from it. And I would just be, like, obsessed. Like, what is in there, you know? Um, but, yeah, I've just always been curious about that stuff. So... Uh, I Let guess me interject real quick. When was the yeah. first time you went to Knott's? How old were you? The Okay, the appropriate age. If you take someone younger and they're not ready for it, you've wrecked them. You've wrecked them for enjoying it for the when they get older, right? right? So I didn't go. My parents you know, were like, hey, you're not going to be able to handle it. And I went, you're probably right. Because when I was a kid, I was freaked out of stuff like that. Mm-hmm. There's no way I would have been. If I went when I was like, 12 or 13 i would have freaked you wouldn't have Um, been the duchess of horror yeah i would have been different and so i went when i was um 17 i was in high school really okay so i don't think i've actually have made this connection i was 13 when i went Uh uh-huh and i went like every year 13 14 15 16 that's that was me starting so, so starting at 17 I never missed a year except for when it was closed for COVID, but I never wow. missed a year since then. That. Other than one, I probably, there was one year, yeah, 2013, I didn't go to it because I was working in it. So, yeah. I re- okay, so I remember, <laughs> I remember going 13, it was me, my friend, and then my dad. And we were in seventh grade, so we went. The next day, or sorry, not the next day. The next year I went, it was me, my little girlfriend at the time, my best friend and his little girlfriend at the time, and my dad. So I think my dad was like the chaperone, but like they just incorporated this year at Knott's where like the chaperone has to be with the kids. And they're actually Mm -hmm. like 
they're <clears throat> cutting down the price or whatever. So I think my dad yeah. was like kind of behind. He wasn't really with <clears throat> us or I think he like left for a while and then he just let us chill. But like I remember being like I remember thinking I was so old, right? Like here I am with my little girlfriend and knots. Like I felt like I was a, a real teenager, you know. <laughs> I really hope they check my ID multiple times when we go. I want them to think I'm 17. Yeah. Like so badly. I want them to be like, are you with your chaperone? And I can be like, oh, no, I'm not yet that I'm going to be like, yes, I'm here. I'm here. Everything's yeah. okay. She's with me. You, you right. Like, or you... just ru- run up to random young children and be like, I'm their chaperone. Wait, so you like getting carded? Are you at that age yet? Yeah. Yes. Because I'm not really getting carded that much. <laughs> I hate getting carded. I get annoyed. They're like, that's a millennial for sure. I get so annoyed. I think one time I said for real. Yeah. <laughs> and she looked at me. And I was like, all right. Like, because I, I feel like it's just like, all right, take my order. Like, I, I want I want to get it right. Like, give me my drink right away. Like, the sooner you put it in, the sooner I can have it. And they're like, ID, please. And I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, I don't get that anymore. No, okay. So you're you're on the other side of that. I I yeah. I, I don't think I I think I will always get annoyed <laughs> if I get carded. <laughs> like I'm just I feel like I'm at the place where I'm like, I don't need to get carded, bro. Like, yeah, yeah. Anyways, back to Halloween Town. So this movie, it's like <laughs> we mentioned before, and the budget got cut. But uh, it's kind of hokey. But what I was noticing on this watch was that the movie really doesn't have a lot of plot. I mean, it has a lot of plot and story, but there's not a lot of things that actually happen. They are talking about this world and the scenario for a good 22 minutes straight at the Cromwell's house in the Mm -hmm. mortal world and stuff. Like... It's not fast-paced at all. And I was actually, like, really feeling it this time that, like, Halloween Town is kind of like a slow burn. You know, I, I wonder, like, with a kid now who who grows up with such fast-paced movies with, like, Marvel and stuff and and YouTube and everything is quick and everything has uh, quicken and pace and stuff, I wonder how they would watch Halloween Town because I'm watching it and I know what happens and it's just, like, it's slow. Yeah, it is a little slow. It's slow. Yeah. Like, nothing really happens. Like, you know, Marnie and Dylan and Sophie don't start going and collecting all of the little, you know, trinkets and werewolf Stuff hair. Stuff for the potion or yeah. whatever. Yeah. yeah. That's that's what's 15 minutes left of the movie. Like, that yeah. could have been the entire movie. And yeah, the could- action <laughs> doesn't start for a long time. <laughs> and when it starts, it stops very abruptly. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, there, there's some funny one-liners, especially Dylan. Like, no, you mentioned nobody really likes Dylan. And He's as, got some good sarcasm, I guess. Yeah, I, I feel like if this kid was real, like, as a person who, like, I work with kids, I'd be concerned because I'm like, he's so cautious and concerned about safety. Like, this kid was abused when he... They really like cranked up the how do we make this kid super boring? Yeah, cranked it up. It's not even like he's nerdy, he's just like boring and like just a drag and like total drag, total drag. And yeah, even after he realizes he has a 
powers coming out of his fingers. He's like, yeah, I think, you know, it's not real. It was, it was an illusion or something. He says some stupid, like, just, just embrace it, man. Be the warlock that you are, Dylan. So... I think we sh- should we get that should we get his that actor on Ready to Retro? Should yeah, we get, get Dil- him on Dylan Piper after we just th- threw his character through yeah. the? I think the you mud. would agree. I think you would agree. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, anything else you want to mention about Halloween Town? Yeah. Um, what I like about Halloween Town is yeah. that you can go to Halloween Town for real. You can go to. I think it's St. Helens, Oregon, yes, where they that's filmed right. the movie, and you can go see like where they use like the kind of the courthouse kind of area where they filmed, uh, you know, that part of Halloween Town. Yeah. I think is a courthouse there, and I think you can see like uh, where, um, uh, you know, the grandmother Debbie Reynolds' character's house is. I think it's like a bed and breakfast or something. Oh, that's perfect. Um, but yeah, you can go there, which I think is cool. And they've done, um, all the actors and stuff. I think they've gone a couple times and done like a Halloween, they do like a Halloween town festival. Yeah, they do. Thing where you could meet the people from the movie and. I wonder, um, I haven't checked if they did it this year with the pandemic and stuff, but I know that they did it prior to the pandemic. They've done it. Yeah. They've done it for a couple of years. And I want to say also, if you're a Twilight fan and I know you listening, you, you are, um, you go. They also in Saint Helens. They filmed a lot of scenes from Twilight in Saint Helens as well. Ah, it's not Forks, Washington. So, yeah. So oh. not all of it was in Washington. So visit that area for Halloween Town uh, filming locations and Twilight filming locations. <laughs> yeah. You know what's funny? We have to see it. Okay. So there's yeah. that Elvis guy that sells the cheap looking brooms, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those brooms were straight up from the 99 cent store, and I love it. So he's doing his, like, Elvis get up. And then so randomly, he talks about Luke, and he goes, Luke, yeah, that guy's become such a wiener. (laughs) 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 And I was just like, I was just, it caught me off guard. Because this movie's, like, so kid-friendly. And so G, and it's just so out of left field. Like, he became yeah. such a wiener. And then later on, Sophie sees her grandmother with Luke, and they're plotting to do something. And then she goes, there's grandma with the wiener dude. <laughs> yeah, see, I think the first part was, okay, I can handle it. But when she says that, it's like, <laughs> that's really weird. Yeah, for sure. Like, they're like, yeah, this was a funny joke. Let's let's have the little six-year-old's. Call yeah. that call the kid a wiener dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> that one, and then when Marnie calls Calabar, hey, chocolate bar, like <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. I like that. It's so Power Rangers, like it's so like yeah. you know, nineties. They had their insults. In, oh, they're yeah. great. Yeah, liar, liar, pants on fire. What what was an insult you used to say to oh, kids gosh. like? I know, I know it puts you on the spot. I don't know. Gosh, that's hard to remember. I, I think, like, things I would say, like, duh, or psych. Yeah, I would I would say duh. Yeah. Did you ever say, talk to the hand? Because <laughs> the face ain't listening? I would oh, okay. My, my uh, what did I say? Talk to the hand because the face don't want to hear it. Yeah. Okay. The, you would say or I would do, like, the L on the head. Loser. 
the loser. Loser, loser, double loser, as if I mean, I still, I still, I still say a lot of this. Do you? You say yeah, loser, loser? like I'll be like, oh no, I'll be like, hey, it smells like up dog in here. <laughs> And then people are like, what's up, Don? What's up, And then I lose my shit. (laughs) So. Do you ever say, like, guess what? And like, what? Chicken butt? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Guess why? Chicken thigh. Chicken thigh. Guess how? Chicken. I don't know. A distinct (laughs) insult in my family, like, was caca face. You know, um, <laughs> that was like a distinct thing that, especially my sister, like, because uh, I was five years older. So, like, by the time I'm 11, I know curse words and stuff, right? Yeah. So I'm just like, you caca face. So then my sister's like, you know, three or four calling people caca faces. And actually, yeah. Chris thought it was hilarious. So, like, we would always call each other caca faces. And I think even to this day, my sister calls Chris caca face. That's terrible. Because he is a caca face. Yeah. <laughs> I want to ask you one question, but there's one thing I wanted to mention regarding Halloween Town. So this movie is basically Harry Potter. Yeah, it is. Kind of how Harry Potter is also the worst witch. That movie where the the girl goes to an all-girls witch school in England. (laughs) Well, we all know that J.K. Rowling borrowed from a lot of other resources. But you want to hear my theory? You want to see the similarities? Yeah. All right, so basically, chocolate bar—that's Voldemort, right? Like, okay. has a secret identity, is using other people to do their bidding. Um, even like the look almost is kind of uh, Voldemort-esque. So he's talking about the superior race, right? Like, mm-hmm. down with the mortals, you know, monsters. We need to have uh, the superior race. Talking about pure bloods, things like that. Um, yeah. finding Get out those muggles, right? Harry finds out he's a wizard. Marnie finds out she's a witch, right? And they both have a love for flying and their broomsticks. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of similarities. I'm just want to say there that. Is, yeah, people or children or children of all ages, I guess, love children witches and ch- children wizards. It's really popular. It is. You know what's wild is I was at the L.A. library today, and I was going through the young adult section, and there were so many books about witches. Mm-hmm. There was this, like, mm-hmm. tarot cards and, like, were witches real and all this stuff. Like, witches are now, like, accepted, right? I feel like when we were, like yeah. – like, when we were kids, it was a lot like the craft, right? Like, witchcraft is evil. Sure. It's, like, mm-hmm. scary. Like, I remember hearing stories about, like, the hills where I live in where it's like, oh, yeah. there's witches that go up well, there and do voodoo and stuff. I don't know. Like, when I went to Christian school, like, yeah. Harry Potter was almost, like, <laughs> it was, when Harry Potter popped on the scene, they my school was like, uh-uh, get right. that, that out of here right now. Right. And they also told me, I don't know if your school told you this, but me and a friend of mine were like, hey, did someone at school say that Halloween was Satan's birthday? And they're like, yeah, someone told me that Halloween is Satan's birthday. I was like, wow, what a lucky guy to have his birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Chelsea, you're like, uh, 
I just imagine Whoa. you like like one of the Sanderson sisters at like Hocus Pocus. Like, master, yeah. you know. It's my master's birthday. <laughs> but yeah, we thought that was weird. It was like, wow, he it was. That's when he was born, huh? Jesus was Christmas. Satan was Halloween. I think that's where they must have got that log logic from. They're like no. the nice holidays, Jesus. And the bad one, clearly <laughs> Satan. So, <laughs> all right. So the last thing we'll talk about Halloween Town is this: in your opinion, Chelsea, is Halloween Town overrated, underrated, just right? I think, uh, at the current level, it is in uh, the pop culture uh, world right now i think it's just right yes uh there we don't have we don't have merchant it doesn't need to be merchandised but i think it does need to be recognized okay um so i think and that's kind of where we're at you know they're not like overselling it these days but it's it's big popular movie for like the 31 nights of halloween right free form that's on there and disney is into it and a lot of people our age are super into it and like it. So I think it's it's right there. They haven't really talked about, you know, going for... I think when you go further with a movie like that, then that's when um, it starts to get into the overrated territory. Sometimes right. it takes, you know, how the, the crowd is treating it is like, you know. So I think it's right in the middle. Yeah, I I would agree because it makes me think. Because when you go to Disneyland... There is no real merchandise for Disney Channel original stuff. Maybe High School Musical. I don't know. Yeah. Oh yeah, High School Musical is probably the most popular uh, decom, as uh, the you know fans call them. Right. Uh, I think that would probably be the most popular because it it uh, at one point there was a presence of High School Musical in the theme parks. They had like a High School Musical like. Um, parade or whatever right. so i think that popped real like you know in popularity but that's like um, the exception because you would that never is the see, exception you would never see halloween town in yeah. disneyland yeah and i mean it was so popular they made it into like a theatrical they made like the third one in the freaking the movie theater right right so because it had the star power i mean that thing blew up mm -hmm. so it blew up yeah because i think it'd be kind of cool i don't know i think They've got to do something with it. Um, now with the Hocus Pocus 2, you know, it being changes, revived right? and right, everything. Like the streaming thing I, changes it. It does I change it. I think they could, and I wouldn't be upset, but I think they could reboot it. I think they could make another one. Um, and they, But I, if they did another one it, with like how their current lineup is without rebooting it, I'd want Kimberly J. Brown and everything, but... I think they could do something with it. They've just they're going they're going to have to because they just I think in 2020 did a remake of Under Wraps, which fun fact is I think the first originally original you know decom Disney Channel original movie. That is that is correct. Yeah, absolutely. So if they're rebooting the first one they ever made, and dude, Under Wraps is really good in my opinion. But it's not as popular as Halloween Town. No, it's not. And uh, but I mean, it never got a sequel back in the day. So and these other ones did. But I think they come on. They definitely could do 
something again with it. And the remake has a sequel. It's coming out, I think. I saw it because I was looking at a yeah. list of upcoming uh, Disney Plus originals, and that was up. So um, if they did remake it, do you think that Kimberly J. Brown could be the mom character? That's what I was, you know, as I was standing and looking at her from uh, the back, I know that's a weird way to set up this story I'm about to tell you. Um, <laughs> but we were standing and we we're like, there she is and whatever. Um, Ariana and me were like, hey, they should make another one and she should be the mom. Right. But her daughter should be like, I don't want anything to do with it and be like more like the like wet noodle Dylan? character uh, the son was. Yeah. And then ha- but then like something happens to her mom. And she's got to, like, you know, be open up to, like, her family's history to go save her mom. That's good. I like that. Yeah. Like, a reluctant hero. Yeah, like, she doesn't want want anything to do with any of that. Right. But then she's got to. Because Kimberly J. Brown is turning 38 next month. And Judith Hogue, like we said, was 30. So she so should she, have like she could have like a fifteen year old at that point. Oh, totally. I yeah. her face is more of a baby face. Like I don't know if I can would be convinced. You know. Well, they could get put her maybe put makeup put on her, make her on. more mature. Yeah, but it'd be cool. Put a little gray streaks a little bit here and there. But yeah, yeah, that would be cool. All right. Well, I think we talked about Halloween Town enough. We're gonna take a break and then we're gonna come back. We're gonna give our final thoughts and then we're gonna rate the movie so we'll be right back in a few moments say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right. We are back here at Ready to Retro. We just talked about Halloween Town. And it's the end of the episode. So, Chels, we're going to give our final thoughts and our rating. And because my cousin Chris isn't here, it's up to me to tell our listeners and anybody who's listening to this for the first time how we do the rating systems. So here at Ready to Retro, we don't do a normal rating system, as my cousin Chris says. No, we take a noun from the movie and we switch it up a little bit and we add that noun and we put it at a 10. So, for example, if you were reviewing... The Walking Dead, you would give The Walking Dead not just 10 out of 10. You would give it 10 out of 10 corals. <laughs> so RIP to The Walking Dead. That show finally died. It, you know what? It was The Limping Dead, but now finally <laughs> it is The Walking Dead. So good. So good. All right. So I'll start. 
And then, Chelsea, you can go. So, final thoughts and then our rating for Halloween Town. So, yes, this movie is super nostalgic. I remember vividly watching this movie with my sister in our living room, watching it. And I didn't have Disney Channel all the time. I remember, like, we, we had Nickelodeon for a long time. For whatever reason, where we lived, Disney Channel was like a premiere or like that upper echelon cable for whatever reason. So we didn't always have Disney Channel. So I remember it must have been that first for the rich. Yeah, it was for the rich kids. So we had Disney Channel. I remember watching uh, Bug Juice. I remember watching Famous Chuck Jackson. And then I remember watching Halloween Town. And I I like this movie. As an adult, it does not hold up as well, but that's okay because I still have my memories. So what I like about it is it's Halloween-themed, which is great. It's not like Halloween is one of the main characters in it, which is great. Uh, It's perfect for kids. It's not scary at all. Uh, there's that one jump scare with the, you know, the town's lady where she turns into a monster. That was a little scary. But other than yeah. that, it's, it, it's great. And uh, the music's nostalgic. Uh, the kids are annoying for the adults. But I think as a kid, you can relate to that. You know, I will say I wanted to say this real quick. But I as a kid, I totally sided with Marnie as an adult. I'm like, yeah, the mom doesn't want her kids to be in danger wants them to be in this mortal world like yes grandma you're being too much you're you're (laughs) you are overstepping on on where you should so anyways but put all that aside i will give halloween town 6.5 wiener dudes out of 10 sweet I'm against what Max said. I side with Marnie to this day. If you're listening, don't listen to your parents, okay? They don't know what's right for you. You know it's right for you, okay? So screw that. Do what you want to do. Go find your grandma in Halloween Town because, look, you saved everybody, okay? Your mom doesn't know shit. (laughs) That's such the difference between an only child and a firstborn, right? Like, firstborn, you're like, yeah, my parents are looking out for me and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. No, the things you get away with uh, (laughs) as an only child and the the interesting um, background that you receive uh, that, you know, makes you into the adult you are now is uh, just phenomenal. (laughs) Uh, So... Halloween Town. It's not Halloween without Halloween Town. I gotta put that on and watch it. Uh, I probably watch it every year. I think so. At go. least with some friends. Maybe when we're carving pumpkins. You know, we got that on in the background. You follow it up with Calabar's Revenge. Yeah, that's good. Think, that That's a great thing to put on in the background. You know, I yeah, it's just fun. Um, and, uh, yeah, I just love this movie. It's pretty great if you haven't seen it. Uh, like I said, it's probably one of the better decoms out there. It's good to be, like I said, it's good to be here with a sequel. Pair it with Under Wraps, Mom's Got a Day with the Vampire. Uh, Don't Phantom look under Megaplex. the bed. Don't look under the bed. Maybe so watch good. Twitches, Twitches too. That was a later, a little later on. Still good. Um, so I would, I would give this movie. I give it uh seven point five. Uh, gallons of ghost sweat. Ooh, out of so good, so good. Yeah, there's a lot of just jokes like that, where it's just just for kids and families. You know, it's a just for the kiddos. It's a, it's an obese 
you know, ghost, and then he sweats it out, and he's all skinny. You know. Yeah. Funny. Ha- couple ha-has there. All right. Your kids are going to love it. Chels, we did it. We actually recorded together. Our schedules aligned. It's going to be a good time. Like, this is fantastic. Wow. Awesome. Incredible. Yeah. And next week. It's a Halloween miracle. It's a Halloween miracle. Screw Christmas miracle. It's a Halloween miracle. <laughs> so next week, you're joining us again. And do you want to announce who's joining us? Yes. So on the next episode, we will be joined by my co-host, my nerd twin, my lovely friend, Tess of the Nerd Twins podcast, which I share with her. She will be on our next episode. We're going to be talking about the craft and we're going to have our own little coven of three. And I'm, I'm just along for the ride. And no, you're, you're a witch too. I'm buddy. a witch too. All right. Down, yeah. down. I'm like Dylan. Okay. I'm down. I'm, I'm a warlock. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I'll be you're honest. You're a wizard, Max. <laughs> wizard Max. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a what? Um, no, but I'm a little nervous because I haven't seen this movie since it scared me when I was a kid back in 1996 or whatever. So, so we're, we're bringing up childhood trauma, everybody. Stay <laughs> tuned. All right. So you can follow us on Instagram at ready to retro. Again, that's what the two, the number two. So we got a lot of great stuff. Uh, click the link in our bio. Cause we have a merch store where you can get t-shirts. Uh, you can get, enamel pins that are fantastic but we're ready to retro we just like to have fun here so we'll see you next week as we review the craft i'm already scared we'll see you then we're ready to retro are you thank you for listening to episode 109 of the ready to retro podcast if you're new to our podcast you can catch ready to retro every week on your favorite podcast platform Ready to Retro covers everything nostalgic from the 80s, 90s, and here and there we even do the 2000s. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Ready to Retro. You can always say hello by sending us an email at readytoretro at gmail.com. Also, our Ready to Retro exclusive pins are still available for purchase. Click the link in our social media or the link in this episode. I wanted to clear something up real quick. Some sources say that Judith Hogue was born in 1968. Others say she was born in 1963. So at the time that we were recording this past episode, I saw that there was something that was saying that she was born in 1968, which is why I said she was 30 years old, because the movie came out in 98. I don't know. I don't know her personally, but what we can conclude is she was either between 30 or 35 when she made Halloween Town. Regardless, next week, which please continues as our podcast cousin, Mary Tess, joins Ready to Resho to talk about 1996 The Craft. It is definitely a classic 90s witch movie. So we'll see you then. We're ready to retro. Are you? Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off 
buy rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.